0: All
1: right. What's going on, everyone? Give me just a second. We've got like three dogs running around. I'm trying to get them, get them out of here.
2: GM, Is that are they your dogs?
1: Well, I've got my uh, my brother crashing at my house for a couple nights, and he brought his two dogs over, and I was just opening up the door to my office, as I was getting this started and the uh, the dogs all ran in here immediately now they're running out and they're causing havoc out there so give me two seconds let me get this going I'll invite you guys up and we can get it going
3: GM 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 walkie family hope everyone's well today
4: GM. It is a beautiful day outside. Sixty-nine degrees. Just went on a walk. Oh man, I love it.
3: I love the temp, man. Sixty-nine. That's a perfect temp, brother. Oh yeah.
5: It would only be better if it were sixty-nine point four two
4: zero. You know what, Cube? It is actually exactly that degree outside right now. Four two zero one one zero. Let's
5: go, GMGM. GM.
3: Uh, this is a beautiful day today, man. Um, been raining a lot this week in Florida, but uh, today sun sun is shining. Man, love it. It's beautiful.
2: Yeah, Miami has been uh, dry all week, and it's
1: but it's, hot. it's, hot. it's super hot. Well, we are done. You know, Miami being like a dry heat, I feel like is rare for up there, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's still humid, right? So, but it's. Yeah, it's less humid than it tends to be in August. So, yeah, it's, it's. I don't know what happened this year, but it's amazing. Guys, uh, I'm jealous of the
1: good weather, man. Uh, 60, 69 degrees really like is the perfect temperature. It's more than just a meme.
3: It was 69 degrees pretty much every day in Peru, like dry air, 69. Freezing it at night, like 30 degrees, but like perfect weather during the day. Uh, Rooster, man, I got to go check you out in Denver, man. I'm thinking about going there next uh, year. There's a little conference I want to go to and uh, might
4: be checking out your neck of the woods, brother. Oh, yeah, man. I'll, I'll show you the city. It's a, It's a lovely place out here. it's been like mile high baby
6: mile high i
1: won't lie (laughs) with the fact that i didn't go hike again this summer um it's been now a few summer like i used to go on at least one or two big hiking trips each year and you know colorado was always a good choice i wouldn't always be the choice but it was always up there and you know like after i had my knee surgery back in uh 2019 and then covid hit and then everything else it's like i haven't been in a few years now it's kind of crazy to think about
4: oh um, yeah well if you're ever feeling up to it i have uh i know many great spots up here i'll show you around bro that's what I'm we need to, to do colorado we, we need
1: to do something like well i guess it's already a little bit too late in the season but i was gonna say like a hiking trip or something like that man that'd be badass
3: dude i'm so down for that
4: so, How um, it,
1: yeah, it's not too late. I mean, weather's it, it, about to be getting great again. Actually, that's fair. That's fair. You know, I was thinking, never mind. It's like June and July that you run into a little bit more of the stormy season up there still. Yeah, there's only, yeah, there's like afternoon
4: showers in the mountains area occasionally. But, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, 300 days of sunshine out here. Dude, are there
1: any. Uh... <laughs> Are, are there any big wildfires or anything like that this year?
4: Um, there, I don't, I don't think there was one this year. Right when I moved here last year, though, there was like that huge one out in Boulder. Um, I think it took out like a thousand homes. It was crazy. Dude, I
1: was There's actually one up lot... there. Um, I was up there when that started. And no, that was two years ago. There was one in Boulder, like right on the outskirts of it, and knocked out something like that. Um, but yeah, no, 2020, whenever Boulder, uh, had the, uh, like, but I don't know, man, that's the thing that I feel like happens all the time up there these days where, you know, like I, I guess whenever nature can't just take its and then the pine beetles, man, the freaking pine beetles, I hate, like, it's so sad going to some of these different, um, forests that you're hiking through. And then you just see like rows and rows and rows of dead trees everywhere. Completely understated. And, you know, I I feel like the only thing that can clear them out are these big fires. But, you know, then you run into the whole, you know, debacle between, well, you know, you have people living throughout these mountains. So it puts people's dangers in lives. But for nature to be able to do its reset, it has to do those or it has to have those fires. Yeah.
4: They're, uh, they're pretty good about doing controlled burns um, to prevent. A lot of that stuff yeah luckily there are no major fires in the denver greater denver area this year um at least that i have known of there have been warnings right because it's a little drier
1: um but yeah no no major fires this year which has been great dude so i used to volunteer for uh for young life and um they've got this uh this thing called adventure or wilderness camp which, you know, you take the kids and, um, you know, like I took a lot of kids who had never seen snow, never seen a mountain, anything like that before. And you take them up on the mountain and you go hiking, right? Like, you know, it's in the Creed, Colorado area, it's Southern Colorado. And when we went up there, I just remember the last time that I did it, like, dude, there were what struck me as insane. You know, I brought my hammock, <laughs> my little, Eno, and I couldn't find one single place. The entire time hiking where there were two live trees that were far enough apart, you know, that were big enough and far enough apart that I could attach the hammock to and trust it. Because, you know, you don't want to do it to dead trees. You never know if you're going to like attach it to a dead tree, whether that thing's going to come down or not. It's just, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, like I couldn't ever find two live trees close enough to be able to do that.
3: Hilarious! You ever
1: hiked out in uh, Utah, Kaleo? Dude, I never have, but I've always wanted to. You know, like Dude. it is another place up there on the list. I've got some good buddies from Utah. I've been talking to them about going up there, and you know, having them, um, you know, doing some some type of hiking trip, going to some other places up there.
3: We went to uh, Bright Canyon last year, <clears throat> and then uh, Zion National Park, and some of the most beautiful hiking I ever did, man. Definitely check it out.
1: No, I, I will. Like that is another big one that's on the list that hasn't been knocked out yet. Hey, by the way, shout out to Cube for the uh, for the sick PFP for the mashup.
5: Let's
3: go.
1: That's what I do. It's 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 pro bono work
5: as per usage. But uh, I hopped in the pudgy space you were in yesterday, and then, I don't know what the f happened. BT BT Cart heard you say something about, it, and I was ghosting you evidently so. Figure throw something out. A little bullish chart, bullish on wonkies, bullish on the pings, bullish on NFTs in this community. Let's go.
1: Bro, you didn't even hear that whenever I no. gave you the shout out on there. Like I even I didn't just say it. You know, I I, I did a quick little shout out that probably lasted about a minute about wow. you and your skills. Well, um
5: sad I missed it. I appreciate it. Um maybe that's why I got a couple of pingy follows yesterday.
0: Maybe so. The, that the, might
5: have been the, it. <laughs> the The classic shill from a from a pseudo celebrity. Well, I'd say you got
1: celebrity status, but
5: I appreciate it, man. So yeah, uh, it's
1: no, fine. I, I, I don't you, have celebrity status. I'd argue it. Well, you would be like well, I, I guess the, maybe like I don't know, maybe in a niche whatever community. Like, sure, Uh, you know, I guess within this niche community, maybe so. But I mean, still like, you know, is that even celebrity status? Because it doesn't transcend the community that you're in. When you have
4: multiple impersonating accounts that pop up at least once every week. And I I got one that I think one yesterday popped up, started uh, retweeting a bunch of your old tweets yesterday as well. Bro, um, that,
1: that's what they do. They they block you, but then they can still access your <laughs> tweets. Which I think is absolutely stupid. Like if you yeah, block it's garbage. A person Seriously. you shouldn't be able to then go interact with their content like that.
4: No yeah, so care. if you
1: have at least
4: three of those, like I mean, at least they're, <laughs> Bro, they're in the crypto tweets.
1: The scammers will sit there, they'll do that for an account that's like ten K, you know, followers. And <laughs> You Wonka's know, like,
5: getting ideas now. Wonka's going to make it on burners. Just one so one, one of them. my
3: favorite names was Crippy Toe. Was it Crippy Toe? Crippy uh, Toe Kaleo. I thought that was hilarious. Crippy Toe was one of <laughs>
5: yeah. Kaleo. They, they were going with gang affiliation on that one, I believe.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like,
4: you know, like. No, that hey. was the other one. That was Crip and then T O E. It was C R I P T O E. Uh, <laughs> Kaleo. There you go. There's
5: an idea for a collection for you. And Donate all the proceeds to charity. All the knockoff Kaleo accounts.
1: Minimum. <laughs> you know, like that's it. Figuring out a way to lock them all down and getting them on there. You know, it, being able to collect everything that they've they've somehow received. I, I I hope and I pray that nobody's fallen victim to any of those. You know, like that's a big reason why I never check my uh, whatever DMs because I know that like, you know, I, I, I've i got too much of a conscience and people will sit there and they'll like say, well, you know, I'm dude, they'll say some like dark stuff. I- I'm not even lying. It, it, it I think what triggered me to stop doing it was like on the umpteenth suicide, I'm going to kill myself if you don't send me money type of thing. And dude, that stuff is like, that's dark because at the end of the day, Here's my thing with that that type of situation. Even if that person's being serious, like you're not fixing the issue by sending money, right? Like you are, if anything, enabling it to continue. And that person that is in that situation, like one way or the other, they got themselves there. Odds are they're probably going to get themselves back there, right? So like, it's not that you're not having a heart for it. You're just not doing any good with what you're, you know, like, the majority of the time with that type of stuff. So it's just, like, you know, if anybody is ever in there, you know, some type of sympathy asking for something in the comments, it's like, no, nah, man, like,
6: you know, you got to work.
0: Dude, so that's, like, that's
6: some, like, Eminem stand behavior. but For real. <laughs> right? See, like, I mean, it, that's just, like, that's just the internet, though, right? At the end of the day. It's the internet being the internet. Like you could go down any rabbit hole and you're going to find stuff like that. And I don't know if there's any like way to even deal with it. So. Yeah, um, Cause
4: people can just say whatever they want with like no able to verify any of the information in it. Like anybody can just say, send me money or I kill myself. Like you without. Probably of Dude, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I just believe
6: in karma. I think I tweeted about it last night. Like, like that's the only thing that makes any sense. If you're doing that, like, where are you really going anyway? And it's your life probably sucks if you're gonna fake suicide to get like a, a hundred dollar NFT. Like what are you doing? Hey, speaking about I, karma, that shit is real,
3: Bogfather. Like karma, if, if you're not working and releasing that karmatic shit that you've been piling on for all your lives, man, like you're gonna have a rough
6: time later on. Like focus is, on it's like simple. Focus, don't, Yeah. Don't be an asshole, right? It's right. the way you wanna be treated. It's the exactly, goal. bro. It's very simple. Lead with pure intentions,
3: bro. That's it, man. Just, you know, treat it like a game, too, at the same time. Be lighthearted with it, but also lead with pure intentions. And all will be good,
6: bro. It's the Penguin way. I agree with
1: that. And you know what, Cube? I just thought about it. Like, bro, I'm not going to have this mashup be pro bono. Send me, you know, I I should have it down by now, but send me your ETH address, and I'm going to send you a stock. Legend, go. it goes in the
5: uh, diamond hand uh, cube vault. But the thing about your penguins, dude, I was browsing them. You, you got so many damn good ones, I couldn't make up my mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I feel like I have a solid collection.
6: My, penguins. my, my, uh, it's not bog for though. the littles, the little ones, though, I love the cute eyes, if you know what I'm talking about. The little, like, the one, like, the little button eyes. Like, those are my favorite. Like, the ones that are the left facing eyes are the funniest. Those are the ones I try to, to get the most of. That's, I mean, that's just like a personal thing, though.
5: Yeah. Rog, your your collection's friggin', yeah, next level. I'm, uh, I have two now, one courtesy of Yak. I bought one while my daughter picked it out. And I'm about to beat Cube Status on the Will, so I'm excited. I play Tiddlywinks over here, so it's all good. We're having fun. But no, Kaleo, appreciate that, man.
3: Cleo, I gotta call it out, man.
5: You were out for blood
3: yesterday, brother. Uh love I kinda right. love seeing it. <laughs> Bro, I out for
6: Dude, you blood. just posted it. I, I don't know, about if you just out for blood, you posted a chart.
0: I'm not giving you shit
3: for it. I'm actually applauding you for it because a lot of people need to understand that. You can chart anything in this world. Like, <laughs> humble people, brother. Keep doing it, man. Keep making waves in this NFT space and humbling people,
6: bro. My favorite tweet was, uh, that's not a, a head and shoulders, and then you just said, um, but it, it, it literally is.
1: It literally, <laughs> it literally is. Funniest <laughs> interaction. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like, I don't know what else to say to that one. <laughs>
6: Dude, it's like it was that. Like, what was that shitty Netflix movie that came out? It's like the and I was like, "No, it's not an asteroid." Like, was it? Don't look up. It was just like, like,
0: yeah, dumb. don't look up. <laughs> I don't know what
6: else to tell you. Here, oh, but yeah. uh <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like it literally is, man. I don't know what else to
1: say. You know, it is the same thing. So I, I'm worried about honestly all those projects that are on that. Uh, you know the Bendow and then I, I want to look through NFT Fi real quick also, and then see what other projects are eligible for lending. You look at Bendow, they've got, I think, seven projects. One, two, three. Yeah. So here are the seven projects. Um, in order of me being least worried, the most worried, like, you know, crypto punks, there are only 50 punks on there. And I feel like punk owners are usually typically more responsible I don't know why, but that's kind of like the stigma that I've given to punk owners versus like apes. I feel like are a little bit more degenerate. Um, but anyway, so you've got punks, uh, board ape yacht club mutants, doodles, space doodles. Which dude? I didn't even know what space doodles are. What the fuck are space doodles? Um. Anyway, Azuki and CloneX. So looking at all those, like each and every single one of them. You know, I, I, I'd worry about a little bit more. Like, there aren't quite as many doodles on the platform. But, you know, there's still 64. And I think when I was looking at the health of all, like, there were quite a few that were there teetering on the edge. And, again, it's not necessarily one of those things where the sell pressure of something like that is the be-all, end-all. But when there's not much volume in the market at the moment, it's just difficult to absorb that. So even just a few extra cells, weighting it down that are like, you know, and these guys, they just want their money. They don't care if they undercut the floor, they just want in, out, whatever, like that's what they're auctioning off for. They're auctioning off for cheap, quick, efficient. Right? So, you know, it's enough to spur fear, and then you start to add on to that. And you're looking at you know other collections like Azuki, 169. Like that's nearly two percent of their collection that's on there. CloneX not as much because CloneX has 20,000 NFTs in the collection and only 143 listed. But yeah, you know, point being, you, you go through it and it really does just trigger a little bit more. Like the average daily sales on a lot of these collections. Is like less than ten, you know, or maybe a little bit more than ten. <laughs> so when you're talking about hundreds that are outstanding and that are starting to reach that reach that critical threshold of health, you know, like it starts to make you question a little bit: is that really what you want to be holding on to right now? Or if it is, you know, just understand that there's some volatility that's probably headed your way.
6: Yeah. Uh, one thing I noted though, like I was posting about a lot in the Discord, but I saw a lot of apes that are selling that have like insane entries, right? 0.25 ETH. Like they might, I think they're affected by that. Like it, below, below five ETH. If you look at the floor right now in OpenSea, there's like 10 of them um, on the floor, you know, within the first 15 that have like basically like, like they they probably got within the first couple of weeks. So I, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting to see. I'm not even funding them because I don't know if how, you know, how that really even works down. If, if, like if there is going to be some kind of cascade or whatever, but I don't know. I really like the Apes because I feel like they have the they have conviction. That's something you got to respect. And we all like made fun of them, and piled on. But I, I tweeted it yesterday for the Penguins. At least I kind of want to see those guys or some Apes cross over, and they have been. Like I'd rather have them than a lot of CT people, you know, just because. You need you need that kind of like wavering conviction to get to the next level. <laughs> like you, you know, like those guys aren't going to list. Um, and and you know, there's going to be a lot of other catalysts coming through, but um, we're seeing the, the the shift moving on now. And and, and like I don't know what's going to happen, but um, it's kind of scary too when you see some of the tweets where they like wait, like oh Kaleo, one one announcement and we're right back there. I'm like dog, <laughs> one announcement is going to get like a hundred million dollars in liquidity you know, in five minutes, like, I don't know what you're expecting, but yeah, I mean, that, that chart's not really looking too good.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, like the whole comment on, you know, we're one announcement away from just rocketing back to over a hundred B dude, that, that like, that's just not how shit works. It's not like the more that you're, you know, that just shows me your lack of experience. Because Have you ever it, been in
6: a market where you like, haven't seen like a, like, like a participant be humbled? Like, I, I mean, I, that's the thing. The no. day, like, I don't want to see it happen, but I just feel like that's what markets do. Like, no matter what the market mm-hmm. is, like, no one goes through unscathed. Yeah. No,
1: I mean, it's true, man. You know, and going back to the whole announcement, whatever thing, it's like, yes, in the right market conditions in an up-only environment, sure, that might happen, right? right. That, that might be what it takes. If there's enough momentum surrounding the rest of the market, enough volume, enough everything else, that might tilt the scales to be able to have that type of effect. But when you look at the context that the announcement is in and truly a pretty deep bear market for the NFT space and you know, relatively deep for the crypto space in general, like, there's not much that could send... Your project and your project alone there and keep it there sustainably, right? Like it might provide a balance, but one of the things that you notice with all this type stuff, you know, any asset that you've ever invested in, each announcement loses a little bit of luster, you know, as time goes on, just a little bit more, a little bit more and a little bit more until it fades almost into obscurity.
6: You know, if the market conditions it's, aren't perfect. It's like kind of like announcements are goodwill, right? Like you're using the goodwill that you've built up in your project. So, you know, when you announce something, like that's why you, you can only, and you only have a certain amount of goodwill. And I don't know how to really engage that since it's intangible. Obviously the apes have a ton of it and they've used a bunch, the other side land and all, all that stuff. And now you're kind of like pigeonholing yourself and and, and you're like waiting for like this, you know, I guess the, you know, for that game to be developed and and whatnot, and you know, there's nothing in the interim. So if, I mean, even if you're like one of those guys, oh, the fundamentals, the fundamentals, like, w- like you can't, like, there's like nothing you can really expect to get that like that surge in volume or or like like really you know getting that, especially in this market and it, and it's becoming more of a luxury good anyway. So you know, that yeah. Man
4: there's a good amount of greed that's taking over there too. Cause I mean, just thinking about everything that the apes have delivered just in the past year. I mean, they delivered insane amounts of value that they were able able to sell for, you know, real dollars. I mean, even this year, ape coin and the other side, just right in the past, you know, few months. Um, they've delivered so much value. And I think exactly what you're saying, pigeonholing themselves a little bit by delivering that much value so early in such a short amount of time. Like you have created this idea for your holders that you're going to keep continuing to deliver, you know, those amounts of value to them. And yeah, may ultimately end up shooting themselves in the foot whenever they actually do need time to develop something like this other side game.
1: Bro, you know what I thought about, though? Something that's a, a catch-22 with the other side drop and the way it worked. I actually think the more I've thought about it, like the only bad thing that they did with it was the mint price, right? The mint price was extremely high. I know they could command it, but it was extremely high. And they're, the majority of people, whenever it reaches like, you know, 0. 0.1 ETH, um, are going to say, right, that man, I, I invested this much and it does burn a lot of that goodwill. But I don't think it's necessarily terrible as far as like a structural point of view, because if you think about land in general, right, like there's super desirable land and there's super cheap land, especially like, you know, when, whenever, um, you know, the U.S. was being explored back in the day, like and they were claiming land, there was land that was good, but it was, you know, super cheap. You had to work harder to get it, do whatever, like it's the same type thing with the other side, you know, Hey, it makes it more accessible for a lot of people. Like, I'm not sure how their metaverse works, but you know, I, I think that they've got like the central Island that everything's close to and the closer it is to the Island, the more valuable and there's certain resources, et cetera. Well, okay. Yeah. Great. Have a tiered price where, you know, it's basically free at the bottom to acquire cheap land for a cheap entry into it. And it's way more expensive toward the top tier. Like, that's how life works when you're talking about land in general. So, you know, I think it'll play out, but I I do think it's one of those things that's so oversaturated that I have a hard time seeing how anybody can keep that sustained at a floor above even one to?
6: It's crazy that there's 100,000 plots yet to be released.
1: And, And again, like, this isn't, funding the project right like it's not sitting there saying that it's bad what they've done like again like i i kind of like it it's cool you know they have the demand to be able to get in there it is what it is like it's going to make it more accessible for a lot more people that haven't had the opportunity to enter into that ecosystem and maybe want to build into their metaverse like you know overall it'll probably be healthier or it could be i mean maybe it won't be but you know like anyway it's just one of those things where when the market reaches where It is and where it's going to continue to reach, especially, you know, if there is a large drop off in the ape price itself, you know, like all these other smaller plays are just higher beta plays, right? Higher volatility. So, you know, if the apes move in one direction, mutants are gonna move a bit faster, you know, the (laughs) dogs are gonna move. Actually dogs are like light coin of that ecosystem. Um, and then the other side land is going to move even faster, right? With how many parcels, and that's just the way that that type of thing works. Like, so you know, it's it shouldn't be something that anybody gets upset about. Just something that you need to prepare yourself for. That you know, it it it's a decent possibility,
6: dude. On and like long term, like they're like the first movers in the space, like. The next bull run, I think they'll be fine. I just think at the end of the day, the percentage returns are just not going to be there anymore, at, at, you know, compared to, like, other up-and-coming collections. And uh, But, I, you know, I think overall they're going to be fine. I'm not funding the project by any means, but, I mean, the short term, you can't really argue. It's not up only is really kind of what I'm saying. Not I exactly. did
4: see uh, Mr. Crayola have his... Uh hand up for quite a while, so yeah, I wanted to yeah. give him a chance to speak. I bet Mr. Crayola. Host.
1: <laughs> so go ahead, Crayola.
4: What's up, Crayola?
7: What's up, what's up? What's up? How are y'all? Um, yeah, so I just had a couple of questions. Um, so, one, because I'm uneducated, like, say the NFTs get liquidated, where where do they go? Like, what happens? Do, do they burn? Do they, like? How does that work?
1: You know, great question. And in my expert, um, knowledgeable opinion after, you know, looking through it for all of five minutes yesterday on their platform and, you know, through probably another 10 minutes on some other tweets on Twitter, (laughs) basically they just run an option It lasts for 48 hours. Basically the 48 hours, the, um, you have to be able to collateralize loan, But, you know, during that time, if you don't add the collateral, um, the margin that you need to, then, um, basically the highest bidder wins. I think that there's a minimum reserve price that they look for. And if it doesn't meet the minimum reserve price on auction, then they just hold on to it. And they literally say it's an impermanent loss. And we'll just wait until market conditions are better until floor prices rise to sell it, which is like, what the fuck? (laughs)
6: Like, really? Like, that is such a horrible model. I mean, it, I don't absolutely care. atrocious. <laughs> We're just gonna wait
1: until the floor prices rise, and they're like, they're like, it's fine. It's an impermanent loss. Nah, bro. Like, how long? You know, at, how many years does impermanent become permanent? You know, <laughs>
4: so never with NFTs. They last forever. Now, come on, now
6: <laughs> they're immortalized. Remember. That shit's going to become permanent loss.
7: Oh yeah,
5: um,
7: and then really the the last thing, and I'm actually not at work yet. I gotta go in later. But um, oh, nice, yeah, I know. Um, so something me and my buddy have been talking about. Um, you might have seen his name around Cheetop. Um We're we're at a place now where like our wallet is just full of projects over the past year. Of you know a lot of them are long holds. A lot of them rugs a lot of them are you know different things but then there's a few that are kind of in between and he he asked a very poignant question about um do does my project that i hold have a way of continuing revenue and he's like i'm asking point blank and he's like they don't give me a straightforward answer he's like i'm i'm selling it for like a massive loss um but it got me thinking too like what really is the next wave of sustainability? Because I think the projects that managed like eight or nine months ago are now starting to slip, not because of FUD or whatever, but they're they're running out of funds because they're either they're either doing like a raffle shop, or they haven't managed their money well up front. Um, what what's kind of a signal to you that hey, I need like is that the way to think about it? Like, are they continuing to to create streams of revenue, kind of like Board A Yacht Club or um, I don't, I don't really know how to play it anymore because um, I wanted to hold them forever, but now it's it's probably bro. Here's, go.
1: here's my deal. I think that actually, I think Drezis said this the other day in a tweet, but I agree with it. Like, you know, if you're really, I mean, this sounds shitty, and it's gonna offend a lot of people, but if you're in a project because you want to make money from the utility, you're already broke. Like, you know, it's. You've already lost. I, like it just is what it is. If you don't appreciate it for whatever level deeper it is, then you've already lost going into it because they're not going to deliver.
7: True. So
1: it's that simple.
7: True. Yeah, I think for me now, I think uh, you talked about like being humble by the market. I think it was Bo- Boglet said it or uh, Crypto Rooster, but it really does. And I and it's it's nice to have gone through what I feel like is a, a true cycle from high to low. And we could go lower, um, but to actually feel every emotion with that, that stripped me. And what you talked about with being habitual, you know, I tell my, my wife and my family all the time, like everything in life becomes habitual. You learn something new, you're excited about it. And then in a year, you know how to do it. You're bored now, you know, and and in the same way with the market, you know, I was scared the first time I started trading in 2020. And now uh, I'm becoming more disciplined only because the market made me more disciplined. And, you know, I'm, I'm placing orders that are, that I'm letting be filled. And if they're not filled, I'm not chasing anymore. Whereas before I'm like, Oh, uh, it's dropped low enough. Let me, let me cancel my bid. Let me just buy it. You know? Um, so yeah, I think, I think with the NFT market as well, I went in with the, the intention of, Hey, let me, let me buy into a project I believe in. That's fun. That has a great community um and you know in the same way with like the wonkus like that's a community for me like it doesn't matter that price you know we're here today because of that and because of you releasing that um but there's there's other projects where I'm like kicking myself now it wasn't about the money it was about the uh community and stuff but I bought way too high if that makes sense like I'm looking at it now and I'm like I just I was so emotional and I dropped so much money on something so stupid back then that now I don't even care about you know
6: yeah, dude, I lost fifty k on fucking Piggy Pals. I get it. You know? Oh my
7: gosh, man!
6: You know, dude, but it, you know, but crazy. that's the thing, man. Like this is that's this you know that's the the risk, and you know, like if you if you are a market participant, you should kind of understand the risk and where you are on the curve before you enter. But
3: understand the risk of
6: speculation,
1: bro. I lost like a couple million dollars on AMC calls, like a fucking degenerate, and. <laughs>
4: You know, I'll never, like, I'll never. There's always a
6: bigger fish in the pond when always like that, I, I feel somewhat better about it. Just can't even jug
4: his nuts across her forehead. <laughs> no, you need to hear that shit, though, man. It's no, like,
6: real. But, you know, you said it, you kind of made a really good point. Like, you know, like utility is a meme, community, even though it could be cringy at times, it's not a meme, right? Like, that. that's literally what the hell's holding together. It's like the fabric of any of these friggin' projects. At the end of the day, you know, and 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 you also, you know, like I think we're going to the point now where some of these PFT projects are becoming IP companies and they yeah. um and and you know, like there's a shift going on. You can't just be like, no one's really here for the you know, like people like the art, you know, I like the art or whatever, but you know, like there's something behind the IP. And I mean, with the last time I'll show like with with the penguins, like. Like Luca tapped into that, and I want. I wonder what like the. I mean, the doodles are kind of doing that. I don't know what the Azukis are doing. I don't really follow those communities closely, but you know, if you're a blue chip project, a blue chip PFP project, like there's a shift going on, Um, and and, you know, it depends on whether or not you capitalize on it, or you you really even really yeah. I
1: I agree, and I disagree, man. Like I think that there are certain niches that. You know, each different project can fit. Like I think that the pudgies are really solid as far as IP top type opportunities. I mean, look at your freaking PFP, man. <laughs> right? Like that, that little plushie is sick. And you know, it just is one of those things where, you know, who's gonna make a fucking plushie of a punk? <laughs> it's so, still yeah, you're right. It does have maintains like... its about you know, like, so there's there are different things that each project, and I think you just leverage your your strengths, whether you know, because it's the same thing with the punk, like, originally are people in it for the art? Like, are they? Okay, actually, better question, you know, like, mutants? Dude, like, I've seen people say, man, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Are you kidding me? Look at the floor. Like, ugliest not rag things I've ever seen. It's just, like, it is
6: what it is. Nothing against...
1: They're so freaking atrocious. And like,
6: you know, no, some of them look good, but value in the you ecosystem. ever see the floor? There's yeah, a hundred yeah, yeah. of the snot nose ones on the floor at all times.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm like. And it just. So again, is it all about the art? No. Is it all about the IP? No. Is it all about the utility? No. Like, you know, I, I don't think there's a perfect formula. Um, You know, like, I, historical significance, I, I think, definitely is, you know, you look at the Pucks, like, that's a huge part of it. Yeah, like, you go through, they again, different things each project can leverage.
6: Yeah, no, and, yeah, I, I was probably a little, I worded that a little too strongly. Like, right now, I've been buying into stuff, like, recently, where I just kind of like it. Like, fine like you know, quote-unquote fine art stuff, but there, you know, like, there's a couple of award-winning artists, like, actually making cool stuff under the radar, I'm not going to show anything. You can just look in my wallet if you're really interested. But there's stuff out there where I think it's being kind of mispriced and it's going to be overlooked for a while. And that's where I'm like, you need to have the conviction. You really just have to like it. You know, I bought like a a bunch of pieces of this stuff where I'm like, wow, this is like high quality stuff. And meanwhile, I'm like, I realize like the kind of market we're in and it's a bunch of guys like buying scratch off tickets, right? Like, just because you're an early adopter does not make you smart you're just a degenerate, you know, and that's okay. You know, degenerates make money too, but they don't have foresight or conviction. And, you know, they usually get wiped out. But, you know, when we, when um, my bet now on a couple of these projects is going to be like, hey, moving forward, like, will this catch on? And I don't know, I'm slowly getting in. But, you know, if if you like something, you actually something and you're okay bag holding it forever, you know, that's kind of what you have to ask yourself and then kind of go from there.
7: Yeah, I think I think to your point too, I think one of the biggest mistake well, learning experiences I had was throwing so much capital up front and just the hype of NFTs and now I don't have that same capital to really get into a project that yeah. like I do believe in. So for example, dude, like I would kill for a penguin right now. Not because of the hype. I you know, I've wanted one for a long time. But that project I talked about earlier of like, well, what do I do? Now I bought it too high. Like if I had that liquidity that I would automatically drop it yeah. on, on penguins versus the project that I bought way back when, especially when prices were higher, when one ETH was
6: $3,000,
7: you know? so
6: Dude, think, don't let and, that discourage you though. At the end of the day, you're in the right spot. And I honestly, I've been there 2017, 2018, I got wrecked. Like I was up, I round tripped a lot of money, you know? And it's like, you learn from that, but you're, you're in yes. the right spot. And it's like you know you slowly kind of basically you learn from your mistakes here. You right. figure out if you're cut out for this or not. And yep. I think the majority of people are. If you, I think it really just all it takes is like honesty. Yep. You're know, like, okay, don't make the same mistake twice. But you you can't let that kind of like affect like your, you know your um I guess confidence. Right. You know.
7: Yeah, yes. and I th- I think it really is like the time in the market and just being more patient because that's the thing I, i feel like people either get bored or they're not patient or they're emotional and then they drop out and they're like oh it's a scam but then you talk to people that have made it quote unquote you know wag me and it's because they've been in the market for five six years and saw two or three cycles and and maybe screwed up on the first one but became a better trader, a better investor
6: over the long term. There's multiple cycles going on. You got the dinos. you got, you know, DeFi stuff. Now you have NFTs. And I don't think they're really all synced up, honestly. So, you, you know. know. Go- going back on what you were saying, Bog, it, it getting
3: into this NFT space, it's a new emerging market, right? And people come in here and, like, I'll use you as an example, Crayola. You came in here hyped up, you know, ready to go, take on this new technology, let's start speculating, let's start investing in other projects. Then the, the emerging market starts taking a little downward fall, never really seen that before in this market. Then you're stuck, oh, man, I really want to get this other. I want to invest in this. I want to participate in this project that's going on, and then you're left illiquid. Instead of having that negative, like, Outlook, in a sense, and I'm not saying you in particular. I'm, I'm speaking on general terms as people you know, navigate this, this market. There's other opportunities in here than instead of just buying into a project. There are so many opportunities in this space that are emerging for us every single day, from the average Joes to the developers to the artists in general. So instead of saying, this is my only place I can participate in this New market? No, man. There's so many other ways that you can get in here. Get in there with community building. You can get in there with making connections, networking with people to have yeah. innovation in this space, right? So, so, those are those are little hints and tips to really help you and anybody else really in this space. So, don't get too emotional with um, with your past uh, mistakes. Learn from them. Grow from them. Evolve yeah. from them. Continue growing.
6: Yeah. Just honestly, and at the end of the day, too, like you just gotta like write it off as like tuition. You yep. know? Like, <laughs> exactly. You got it. Like, yeah. like, you know, like just don't don't get all like worked up about it. Don't think about like all time high or pet. Like, just like you 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 learned a lesson. Like, and it could be a very very expensive lesson, a cheap lesson. It, it really is a lesson. Otherwise, like you're just never, never gonna get over that. Like, yeah, man. And you're gonna <laughs> flip some like watermark. That's you know, don't don't worry about that. I just want the
7: penguin, man. (laughs) It's the penguins. It's all the penguins' fault.
2: (laughs) I brought B-Ways up here. What's up, brother? No, just back. Sorry, I'm just uh, following the conversation again. So keep going and I'll jump in when I have something interesting to say. (laughs) I had to jump for a second.
6: Yeah, Crayola, you can get a plushie. Christmas. I think this will be a, a cute one. You actually don't even have to get this one, um, and I will still be getting paid technically. So, <laughs> don't, um, so just buy any one of them. And uh, got you. Yeah, I got you.
3: Yeah, this it's interesting to see. Like you, you guys are talking about about IP, you know, branding in certain projects. Like you guys actually have the perfect PFP to brand out. With Dude, I'm not other.
6: gonna lie. We just got lucky, man.
3: Like, no, it, but like, you do though. Got it, it's cute. It, it's cute. They're fun. Um, they they have emotion to them. People resonate with them. So, so when you start putting that into the Web two world, into the the in real life world, br- bridging that between the Web three world, it, it, it's a win win, you know, situation. And there's going to be a lot more projects doing this as well. But to see this, to see it emerge um, in this downward trend that we're going into, instead of that speculation and actually applying some of these NFTs to real world objects, um, that's what people want, man. People want to touch feel. They, they, they want something other than just sitting in a wallet, right?
1: 100%. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, B Ways, I want to ask you. I saw you picked up a World of Women yesterday um uh congrats man
2: yeah actually i had, yeah thank you um i actually had one but then sold it to buy some other stuff last week and so i've i felt the need to get back in just because it's one of those projects that i i just i mean we kind of all know it's has a ton of historic value um has a special place in the nft space in my opinion and it, i also believe they have a pretty good team now that's trying to build stuff so i just see I don't know where i going to go in the next couple of weeks or even months, right? But um, we'll long term, you know, it will do well.
1: I, I think that I've realized that, like, it's so difficult to keep track of what every single team is doing in the space that, you know, I I don't think I've seen too many people that I follow personally that are really plugged into the project. So it was interesting seeing you buy into it. Um, and uh, I'm just curious about some of the things that attracted you you know, uh, the historical significance is one, but some of the other things that, you know, kind of brought you in to the uh into the fold a little bit more for feeling the need to stay involved.
2: Yeah. On the, on what they're actually doing, they're, they're creating like a storyline and a lore around Will uh, Willow Women, which I haven't actually really followed that closely. It's quite intricate. And, you know, I just don't have time to follow that for 30 projects, you know. So I've really focused on Historic value, I've spoken in the past about how I like um, kind of female-led projects. And this is kind of the OG of the female-led projects. So I believe they'll always have a special place in, in the industry, no matter what happens, right? In the next 10 years, it will always have a special place. And, and a, I think a very important entry point for um, women entering the space over time. So I think they have something unique that is actually impossible to replicate for any other project. Just having that kind of dual... You know, historic plus female-led um, vibe, and they have just very good stats still. If you if you look at it, I mean, obviously they, they went down a lot, and they got some criticism for their second collection that was you know better or too similar to the first one. But I think over time people will care less as they kind of differentiate those collections more. So I just think you know they went down maybe eighty-five percent from their top. I think that's too much from where they were. So it's a pretty simple investment thesis to be honest here. Um But you know, again the. The the main stats, if you look at ownership distribution, is still incredible versus other projects. They have like five and a half thousand holders on the 10k collection, um, and they've got a good team. I think there's some overlap with the with the Yuga Labs team as well, or advisors. Um, Gaio Siri is there, who, I think, is a Madonna advisor and is on the, the kind of Yuga Labs kind of sphere as well. So just overall, kind of very strong fundamentals, in and and as the space grows, it will be one of those projects that people will will jump into first. So. It's a very, very simple investment thesis, actually.
6: I I agree with that. But I was going to say, like, I'm not going to buy any project now that's down 80%, 90%, just only off the basis that it's going to be so hard to eclipse the alt. Like, I think the returns will be there next cycle. But you have so many bag holders, and we saw this with 2017 shitcoins. You know, it's very hard to get past that high watermark when you have so many people, like, waiting to unload them you know that we're flipping and you know some of them are probably going to capitulate here right and i'm not saying like the project will you know most likely recover to a degree but you know like looking at the, looking at the multiples and, and everything else you know like that's that's why i'm just not really looking i'm not interested in a lot of these these projects
2: yeah i think that's fair um i think it's a fair fair view i just don't see it as a shit coin so i think that is where i just disagree i guess on on this one i think it's one of those that will not be seen as shitcoin it will come back and so it tanking as much as the average project i think was um they probably also went up more project right so i'm not saying yeah. they're going to go back to 15e well, but um let's... but I, I think they will be back somewhere much higher than they are today at some point down the line i don't mind holding this for for like decades effectively
1: to be fair ways, i think like I, I'm old school. I classify anything in the crypto space that isn't Bitcoin as a shit coin. <laughs> I, I still classify ETH as a semi shitcoin, Like, you know, so like if, if if there's an NFT on ETH, like it's still a shit coin. Like it's all the same too. They all operate the same. It doesn't mean the shitcoin coin can value. That's just the definition that I, I give everything. <laughs> it's not Bitcoin, I trade shitcoins. I, I invest in shitcoins. Shit I believe in a lot of shitcoins, but they're all shitcoins. You
6: know, okay. just some of them have JPEGs. I'm just looking for shitcoin uh, shitcoins right now that don't have a lot of bag holders. So, any projects getting released between in the next twelve months or so that um, you know kind of grow and, and and make a name for themselves, I'll be kind of just eyeing from from the sidelines and because we all have a lot of time. Time, honestly i don't think it wave isn't coming like tomorrow so hey you know. can i actually speak to
7: that that point too and it actually connects back to the very beginning when y'all are talking about taking hikes in the forest and stuff this isn't me showing this but it's the only project that i bought like this so it's called Itsuki. and what they're doing is they're basically taking your nft and what you paid for it to plant trees and so it's kind of like going back to, to in real life uh, like the earth and stuff like that. So I thought that was pretty cool and like a new way of doing things. So, uh, sorry, I'm like working out. So I'm like dying right now. But uh, basically, like you buy the NFT, they plant a tree and then your ID is like tied to it, I believe in some way. So even if, you know, the project fails, right? You've done something in real life to give that to the earth in, in a way. So, Projects like that, they're they're relatively new. Um, I agree with. I would buy into those because you know you're you're doing something outside of just like buying buying art or buying an NFT or or whatever yeah. else. So.
6: I'm just trying to take like the 2018 playbook and 2018 2019 playbook and then applying it to these old coins with pictures. And I'm not going to say that's the right thing to do by any means, but I just think that markets rhyme; they're never the same. But I think you can kind of you know. 100%. That justification. 100%, yeah. hey
3: Kaleo, uh, uh, Pudgy Penguin Toys is trying to request, and for some reason I can't get him up on stage. Uh, keeps telling me an error if you can try, sir. I don't even see
1: him on here. Uh, you should tell him to leave it out of the Twitter. Because I, I don't even see anybody requesting right now. Just tell him to like
6: close his Twitter app and reopen it. That gotcha. might work you can hear that do that <laughs> yeah yeah If you're in there that might work dude i'm so bullish that there's only 70 people in this space too like i love it man it, it's i love beautiful it. <laughs> like you get the most quality out of it you know it's chill you know it, it's it's great when there's more people but it also loses that feel and then i mean Except that's a good thing because you get annoyed and you actually start selling your stuff because you're just like the cringe is overwhelming but more
3: personal feeling i mean there's so much more human interaction with a small space and there is a stage of a thousand people it's our psychology it defaults to being on stage instead of just having a conversation
4: speaking about uh the shit coins did you guys see the tweet of that south korean professor uh, who invented the toilet that turns poop into energy and puts people in <laughs> digital? No way. I still that call BS. It. There's no way. Uh, I mean, I didn't. has got to be a meme.
6: Is there a. Pin that up
4: top. Yeah, if, there's a, if there's a tweet. Uh, I'm going to pin it up at the top. <laughs> That's a literal shitcoin. Uh, <laughs> here we go. I pinned it. It should
6: be popping up here. When, uh, meme, <laughs> when memes turn into reality. I love it.
4: The funniest thing about this is the dude po- pit, like, posing next to a toilet.
1: <laughs> I just, I, I can't, I can't believe that's real, man. We're going to come and find out that that's some type of elaborate, whatever, hoax. Mm-hmm. And it's not out there. Like, I, there's just no freaking way that somebody's out there turning shit extracting the methane you know, using it to create like no
6: I, i'm not dude that's some like elizabeth holmes type fucking ponzi right there dog that's like some theranos like next level 40 chess ponzi <laughs> like
1: what the hell you know like I, i'm sorry to even bring this up so this is the it's probably the most disgusting thing i've ever seen um, as far as any type of show, yeah, have you ever heard of the show Hoarders? Well, Gosh, it's yeah, yeah, it's either no, it, actually, <laughs> it's either Hoarders or like My Strange Obsession. I think it's actually My Strange, My Obsession. Strange Addiction. Same, yeah, or yeah, yeah, My Strange yeah, Addiction. Yeah. It's a TLC thing. Well, there was an episode about this lady that collected and ate her own shit. What the fuck?
3: I'm not even That's lying. She collected yeah, and ate her own
1: shit. God. And I can't even talk anymore about it because my gag reflex is already <laughs> no, starting. I'm about to throw up. I'm about to have
6: lunch, bro. <laughs> Don't do that to me.
1: But, I mean, like, there is a YouTube video out there, and if you could sit there and watch the entire thing, whenever I start streaming, because I really need to just say F it and start doing it, but whenever I start streaming, you know, I, I I can pop up things like that, and like I can force people to sit there and watch it, and you know, rather than sitting there and talking about it, I'll I'll go do something else. I'll leave while you know everybody else is watching it, but. You know, bro, I just
3: envisioned this lady sitting at her dining room table with a fork and knife and some salt and pepper and some ketchup and just going to town, bro. That's so she's shit in a bucket. And she's
1: right. in a bucket and <laughs> had buckets and buckets, like the big white paint type buckets of shit, just all throughout her house, and you know, almost treated it like wine. Where you know different, like she would know kind of when each one came from, and they have this, different this flavors based 2019 on the a... Taco Bell, <laughs> the 2019 Taco Bell. I don't know how many uh, yeah, of we y'all are still listening to, to this. I'm sorry, uh, I'm list. done. we got to change. This is all Get your thumbnails. We're from 70, 70 listeners to 5. <laughs> I'm removing that tweet at the top. I can't even look at it right now. No, actually,
6: we, gained, we actually gained 10 listeners, so they're interested. <laughs> we gained 10 listeners talking about literal shit. Oh, God. Dude, do you see most Twitter spaces? There's definitely, like, an inverse correlation between intelligence and the amount of people no, like it's so it...
1: fucking true yeah like people don't want to hear stuff that actually is real they just want to hear like oh what is the mindless like what's the closest thing that i can get to you know like jersey shore or love island like i don't yeah, want to hear people, people still... argue on spaces
4: that's what that's, that's what, what they're there they for do. is the entertainment
0: Bro,
1: we need to start staging some type of practices where we come up with some type of FUD to argue about. FUD the shit out of everybody. I love it.
0: FUD the shit like,
1: just... some, like,
6: like, sentiment analysis or something? Like we're just we reading, need,
1: like, a weekly FUD space where we
4: just FUD
1: everything else. China banned Bitcoin again. <laughs> Oh, is this a joke or is this real? <laughs> no, it's a joke. It's a joke. Because <laughs> I, I did have a tweet recently that said, what's the over-under on whether or not they ban it, Like, I think, before March? They're waiting until we get to the range low. No, man, I think they're waiting until we get a little bit more of a bounce. Yeah, but they're definitely going to... Like it's never quite. I don't know how they're able to continuously play out the exact same script, but China—they're literally just like, "Oh fuck it!" Like, dude, they It's Time to ban Bitcoin
6: again? Like, yeah, they they realize they forgot. Dumb people are. I think that's what they've like, like just discovered.
7: They're playing with us, man. They're playing with those people. That's all it is, man.
4: One thing that'll happen without fail during every bull is China will ban Bitcoin at some point in time.
1: (laughs) You know, during, I'd say at least once during the bull and at least once during the bear. You know, like, (laughs) uh, almost, I'd say once every year, but once every other year is probably closer to accurate. I don't know.
6: You can actually write a handbook, right? Like the the beginner's guide to shitcoining. An exchange will always get hacked once a cycle, you know, there's always going to be a defi exploit. There's going to be some kind of scammer from a from an unknown like part of the world that that emerges that will become the cult of personality and everyone will buy a shitcoin and ultimately get rugged. Right. There's a play Some Huge arbitrages with uh, like yeah, huge it's gonna be a guy from Australia China, a guy from like the Eastern block that's gonna come with some shitcoin coin and ultimately rug you. So I'm looking for that too. I'm like I'm looking for the next cult of personality in terms of shitcoins coins. And I don't think a guy like that has come out yet. But there's gonna be another Doquan, another Danny. Like that's crypto. it's
3: like the three guarantees of the crypto market is China banning it, a Doquan lookalike and a scammer. I mean that's it. <laughs> we've
4: we've cracked it's the code, true. boys. The the four horsemen of the the crypto
6: world. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh
1: man! It's Dude. funny because it's true. It is. It is.
3: It's the only guarantee, buddy.
1: Okay, I'm looking. You know. Uh, i got a question for y'all on stage. So I'm looking through some of these projects that are, you know, the trending collections on OpenSea. I have never known. What is the background on the potatoes, man? Like, How <laughs> in the world does the potatoes have any fucking value whatsoever? <laughs> Who decided that Man, these pixelated, like, sprouts out of the ground with leaves, like, bro, that's, yeah, worse, that than that's Dude, worse than a cabin
6: Rose. Dude, it's worse than rock. the beans. Have you seen those beans, Kaleo? Those is- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: What like, the fuck it- are those things, man? I'm just wondering, like, what is the, because how do they have 12K in volume? Yep. They're like, okay. sprouts, are those like asses sticking out of the ground with legs?
6: Right. You know, <laughs> shitting some turds?
2: Dude, you- <laughs> You bought crypto dick butts, man. It's uh it's the same. <laughs> but,
6: but I literally was gonna say <laughs> no, you're not right.
2: no,
1: no, Dick butts are fine art. Like I actually disagree with you on that B-Ways. Dick I'm Butts kidding. are fine art.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's I like them as well. So
1: no. no, I, sorry, I but... mean like it might have taken me investing in some dick butts to really truly appreciate the art, but like damn, there's some sexy dick butts out there.
4: The potatoes. vlad is big into potatoes yeah, that's right so okay vlad so what is what big is big the, potatoes. So so what, what is the, the potatoes, potatoes though like i don't
1: I get, get got,
2: it yeah so they are they are i'm not super into the eco but they are legit right so they, they're gonna allow you to mint i think you have to be staked and then if they're staked for a certain amount of time you can mint the meme land collection which is this nine gag ceos project so I think it's gonna be it's a big it's a big project, right? I think that guy has Doug, uh, a Doug if anyone
6: talks about staking NFTs, I'm instantly out. I'm just, that's like that's never.
1: Hey Crayola, that's fighting words.
7: I don't know him well enough to beat him up yet.
1: Yeah, it's also fighting words for, for cube with the uh the plague.
5: I am a pacifist. Everyone's entitled to their own. Ribbit.
6: Ribbit. I'm trying to elicit some fights here for the viewers. Yeah, we're trying I, to, I'm, I'm actually trying to stir up some stuff. We need some fud, guys. Yeah, wonky.
5: I will give you one uh, why, why I think I'm cool staking my, my Plague Frogs. Right? I think they got a unique founder in a rabid community with pawns and then, you know, the fellow army. Some of the stuff they're talking about doing, and I'm looking at all this stuff, long-term hold thesis investment. You know, I, I'm fine with sitting on these for years and years. If one of these ideas actually does hit, it could bear very good nice moment. fruit. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm into the frogs for, you know, hundred bucks a pop. I got four of them, and fuck, I'll, I'll take that bet anytime. But it, yeah, it has to be specific to a good project and founder and what their plan is right so if they can execute on some of it you know it could maybe pan out but i understand it's risky i guess what's your problem with staking
6: i just feel like the ponzinomics don't make sense like at a certain point like it's it's like literally like any other like DeFi like thing you're just adding like another protocol like protocol on top of something that just you know doesn't add liquidity it, it just literally like adds like another ponzi like aspect to it do you um, see
7: any tangible examples where like it depends on where that coin goes to? If like, like
6: all right, like let's say you started getting like other like streams of income, right? Like brought into the project, then maybe like you can like the the staking might make sense if you're like like if you're staking for like a licensing deal or something, that would make sense cuz like you're you're like I'm a boomer in that sense, like you have cash flow. Like gotcha. I, I don't I don't understand like you know, with you could promise all this other stuff like the long term. I always laugh at long term stuff like I think it's just a meme in crypto like what's long long term is relative, right? Long term to me is like a month. Like, I, I don't know. It just depends. But
1: I think I've got I think I've got something that might help with my the way I view it. Right. It's like everybody on Twitter gives the Fed so much shit for printing two thirds of the money supply the last year. They can just print whatever. Right. Like, you know, to me, a token that you're claiming from staking is just like turning on an artificial money printer because, you know, it's like, does it have maybe some value within the ecosystem? Eventually, maybe like, you know, but it's just it's kind of just this artificial money that's printed out of thin air because it either equates to being able to like i don't see too much in any of these ecosystems that it can really do for you outside of you know potentially buy you something else new within the ecosystem in place of e or and i don't know like so that's that's the way i view it it's kind of like the fed turning on the printer a little bit and you know similar type of concepts but Not to say that it can't have a positive effect for a while, but eventually if there isn't enough application for there to be full saturation, then all you've done is, you know, utilize. And I'm not saying that these projects don't have like solid intentions behind the staking, right? Like, you know, there are solid, solid intentions with a lot of these that are driving it but I have a hard time seeing how unless it becomes like a Yuga type ecosystem that it really maintains a higher level of value. And, you know, maybe that's the bet and maybe that's the play though. If you're like, well, this has a potential to turn into something like that, then maybe this does turn into something like an ape coin and my worthless, whatever, you know, all of a sudden are worth something more substantial. So, you know, there kind of is a catch 22 bet with that, but You know, until it's proved further,
6: it's kind of just like printing money. Yeah, Yeah. I I, Sorry. Sorry, you go. No, I was going
5: to say, if I could add, right, like, one of the other ways I look at it is, like, I like the project and would hold it regardless of if there was staking, right? So it's just, I guess it's another cherry on top, right, to incentivize holding. But I, I like it anyways. And so why not stake it if my plan is to... To hold and then maybe you know you catch a fish with you know? Yeah, you know what's hilarious now?
7: now I don't know what I've staked, and I'm worried 10 years down the road, I'm not gonna remember and I'm gonna lose all my NFTs.
6: That's totally gonna happen to some people, man. That's no doubt. Speaking of that, I got a you know, if uh, anything, I have that's a stock
5: the most on side of it. I was gonna say, I got a stock yep. on FTX, <laughs> I have no idea. That's
0: how so to funny. Get it.
6: I, I lost all. Yeah, of them. I got,
5: a, I got I, a few on there too. <laughs> I've got
1: I've got some stonks on FTX. I got a sick ass, supply lower. I got to take off. Bullish. Dude, so
4: when uh, Kaleo wins stonk in the FTX arena.
1: <laughs> Dude, they, <laughs> I won't lie, they they straight up rugged me on that. I don't even know if they put up any NFTs in the uh, FTX arena actually. So, Dude, they I went with care. me from talking about the print, from talking about everything else, to all of a sudden saying, oh, it's off. So, I mean, like, what are you going to do? Dude,
6: if you well, want to hear the...
5: Maybe,
1: we'll pitch more maybe. trade.
5: I was going to say, or you could go Wonka's <laughs> idea and actually print Stonks' rugs for people to wipe their feet on when they go into the arena itself. Maybe that would get some interest.
6: Bro, you want to hear something crazy? Like, I interviewed with FTX, like, with... You know, basically brett and like i gave them the pseudo swap like thesis like literally like a, like eight, nine months ago or like more than that like almost a year ago and like they didn't listen and hired some like solana influencer like Dude, why I,
1: why didn't you tell me that uh did i even know you at the time is a better yeah yeah
6: yeah you did you did
1: then why didn't you tell me that you were interviewing with him i would have i uh, did I, would have texted. I did i
6: did. I There's think no I did. why you did you check the dms dog i did
7: Bro, let me see check this. Check the
6: yeah. DMs. <laughs> uh, it was like uh, October last year.
7: Were you asking Kalea for money? Is that what that was? He no, said he, doesn't the, he doesn't about money. Yeah, I was begging. Bro,
1: family. Family. the very first DM I have from you is Monday, July eighth. Oh, no, no. It's probably
6: Wait. Ledge Art. It's probably the Ledge Art account then. Possibly. One of them. Let's but see.
1: I don't think it is. I don't think it happened.
6: Oh, damn. Well, that's uh. He, he's calling. He's you confident. know, mistakes were made, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a missed opportunity. I mean, like, I,
6: I could have been a pretty decent reference. I could have texted Brett. <laughs> Boy. Oh, man, that hurts. I could have been chilling in the Bahamas.
0: Shit
6: posting. <laughs> hey, there are other opportunities. They'll grow. Just, They'll no, yeah, grow. I know. You, you know, you live and you learn, but I don't know. Like, I, I just have like one thing to add to like just if you're looking like I have like a thesis now in in general and I'm not talking about anything specific, but there's a lot of like cool fine art projects like that are actually sick, right? That no one are, no one's looking at, and I'm not going to show mine or anything, but there are a couple out there that I've been eyeing, and I just think that the stonks, has, <laughs> the stonks, yes, uh, obviously so we, we're all here for that, but I, I think the bag collection, they, the whole like. Like uh, the couple, you know, like check marks I have for like the check the box like things I have for most of these collections of like why I wouldn't even put any money into them, you know, it's kind of the inverse. Like the amount of holders don't matter. Like you know, at some at some point, like a whale can just come in and snag a thousand of them, you know. And obviously that's a ridiculous bet, but like you know, you don't people don't care about the utility. Like the floor price like doesn't matter, and it, it's one of those things where it's like that's like my bet too. Like my real D-Gen bet is you know there's going to be some like sick um fine art collection that's super cheap right um and it's whatever you like and whatever you think so it's not a uh you know direct shill but I, I think that's a kind of where the the alpha is for the future for the next bob, couple what, of months. Bob, so let, me,
5: let me ask you a question bob are are they on ethereum solana or have you looked at tezos at all because some I'll of see us that. in room 110 wick there are some phenomenal artists on tezos Bro, no, I ignore Tezos. I'm, I'm just going to hey,
1: this is my alpha I'm going to give you guys right now. And like, maybe it's pure shit, but from a long-term hold point of view, ignore Tezos. Why would you want art on a dead chain? Like, that is my, that's my argument toward it. No matter how incredible the art is, like, bro, it's a freaking dead chain. It's a ghost chain. Like, nobody else is building anything on Tezos that's substantial. It doesn't have any ecosystem traction. So, like, it's purely speculative where it's one of those things where if you were planning on maybe there's enough momentum that you're going to get in, flip, get out, whatever. Like, it's not a longer-term proposition as far as your collection. Then, sure, get on Tezos. Or if you want it from the perspective that, damn, maybe this is a longer-term, like, a lifetime bag that I'm going to hold because eventually it's going to go to zero, like, guaranteed on that chain. Um, (laughs) Like, I don't know, man. That's my whole argument to the whole Tezos movement that everybody yeah. talks about. It's not the art. It's like there's some solid ass art on there. Don't
6: get me wrong.
1: It is the idea for why would I want art on a dead chain?
6: Yeah. Now, and, and the thing is with Solana too. Like I'm looking at Solana, but I also think it's more going to be game. Like it's all going to be GameFi eventually, and you're going to be paying. It's going to be like Fortnite skins. Like I, I don't see like fine art like really. Like, I'm sure there'll be, like, uh, you know, maybe one or two. But I think majority of fine art collections are going to be on ETH. Um, you know, because people don't give a shit about gas, even with, you know, the merge and everything. Like, Chad's don't care about paying gas. So, you uh, know. That- cube, cube, please correct me,
1: though, because I, I'm not here to offend anybody looking into the Tezos-type collections. You know, because there is, from what I've seen, I have like people that I really respect as well. Like, D-Spy, you know, like he's big into Tezos and there's some other guys like that. That's just my opinion on the overall thing. And it's probably a little bit boomer compared to a lot of the other NFT people in the space. So feel free to give a little bit more of the Tezos. No, no, my no.
5: Full, full disclosure. I don't, I don't have a Tezos wallet. Uh, they just have some really good artists on there. And I was just curious what Bog was looking at. And the art. And, well, in room were we had about 10 artists. Coming B-Ways could fill in better than me on this. The why the artists lean go on the Tezos route? But there is some really quality cool stuff out there. Uh, but as far as the chain itself, I, I don't have a fucking clue. Everything I'm holding, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm long-term and I don't care, you know. Well, I'd like it to go up, but I don't care if it necessarily goes to zero. But there are some successful big projects like uh, that Damien Hurst, Dots Bullshit where he had the kitschy You know, you could get the real print or the the NFT version, and it was like sixty four for the actual physical print. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not
6: really looking at art blocks. I'm like trying to like delve a little deeper, and that's the thing. Like, obviously, it's further out on the risk curve, so you know, take that for what it's worth. But like, there's there's definitely a lot of things out there. There's there's been saturations, like kind of why we're here. So it's like you have a lot of time to like look at stuff and, and like, you know, that's the whole point of networking in the bear market too like asking other people if they're familiar with the project or whatever and, and like figuring out like, okay, this might, this has some like legs to it and you have time to like just assess from the sidelines and not FOMO here, you know, like there's a lot of cool stuff out there. That's all I'm saying. So
4: here's a question. Do you think that there has ever been a better time in history other than now? for an artist who wants to get their name out there and wants to, you know, make something for themselves.
6: Uh, yeah. I think this is the best step, time to get exposure. I mean, the whole royalty thing too, is like, honestly, you can always just have a pseudo pool and you're still going to make money off swap fees. I don't see a problem with that. You know, like it, it depends too, like how, you know, we can go into that whole discussion, but it's really like, are you like continuing to be part of the project? And like, are you asking like a reasonable like fee, um, and that's all really subjective, uh, and you know, a discussion to have within each collection.
7: Can we uh, can we switch gears a little bit since it popped in my mind what Kaleo was talking about a little bit earlier this week? Do we know what happens to the NFTs post merge? Like, do you think they're going to become less valuable because now it's different, or do you think that there's going to be like the OG movers? Yeah, anything that was made pre-fork is uh, one to be sought after.
0: I'm sorry,
1: you cut out for a second for me there. Did you say the, uh, did you bring up the fork?
7: Yeah, Could you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, going back to what you talked about earlier this week, do we know what's going to happen to the NFTs uh, that were, like, pre fork? Like, do you think they'll be as valuable oh, or valuable? No, uh, I mean,
1: bro, they're, they're going to be worthless. Like, here's the deal. There are a lot of, I mean, you know, Yuga, for instance, they, they they were forced to finally make an official statement where they were like, hey, you know, in the event of a viable fork, Existing, We only recognize, you know, this other chain, like, you know, the proof of stake chain. It is the only one that is going to have any value as far as any of the rights that we've promised them. So like, you know, whatever the copy is, because there will be a duplicate on the proof of work chain there, we're not ascribing any value to it. Now, that doesn't mean that there's no speculation that people will put toward it, right? That doesn't mean that people will say, hey, well, let's go ahead and invest in this anyway because we could have an ape for whatever. And like, you know, it doesn't mean that other theories won't be spun and there won't be some type of initial value ascribed. But like my whole thing is, dude, if there is any marketplace and any value for any these, I'm just dumping whatever I have on the proof of work chain immediately i don't give a shit if they if they do a 10x from where i dumped it oh well but it's free money so like i'll take the money while
6: it's there yeah it's like bitcoin Cash. look at bitcoin cash if you could have got four thousand bucks for it back in like november 2017 like you're looking back in that you you would have taken that like looking at where it where it's at now and i think it's really like the same thing so you think once we get past that
7: though say say we're like two three years and the proof of stake is like the main chain now like would that not be more of a reason to start building down the road because then for a new group of people that is that is the new nft you know and they won't know the difference but maybe that's when you know we come back and they're like oh these people bought at proof of work and now these are like the og collectors kind of like the punks had a rally kind of like uh like i don't i don't think that's
1: ever going to happen because okay i mean maybe like the only thing I guess if the proof of work chain somehow really remains viable, but here's the deal, man. There's so many things working against it. Like you know, if anything, ETC really is more prime or primed to do better than I think the Ethereum proof of work spinoff would be because ETC doesn't have all the baggage from the um, DeFi infrastructure weighing it down like the proof of work will. Because you look at how much. DeFi infrastructure is built in to the stablecoin ecosystem and like when all those stablecoin redemptions are going to be worthless on the proof of work chain, you know, you've just got a lot of like baggage that needs to be unwound that, you know, is kind of worthless out there versus BTC is pretty clean as far as that approach. So that's why I think at the end of the day, even if it's semi viable and it takes some time, like there's so much working against it that if there is any type of marketplace, for it that pops up and I've got any type of liquidity that I can sell into yeah. for any of these duplicates, I'm going to do it.
7: Yeah. So what, so I think I keep hearing you wrong though, right? Cause like Ethereum right now is proof of work and then we're merging. Yeah. and We're going to proof of state. So are you saying that all the proof of works, the ones we currently have now are going to have value or you're saying? No, 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 no. Yeah, okay, okay. What I'm okay. saying
1: is if there's a fork, right? Yeah if there's a fork, both chains officially have the same history up to the point that they fork off at, right? So they both share where we are right now, right? So after the, you know, the merge, there will be the proof of stake chain and there will be a proof of work chain, you know, gotcha. if there gotcha. is. A, so at that point, right, like that's what I'm talking about. At that point, the proof of work. I think will be next to worthless. Who knows? Got maybe you. not. Maybe maybe there's some type of narrative described early. I'm going to sell it, um, and then the proof of stake chain is where everybody going to actually the real value is going to lie. So hopefully that helps.
7: It does. Thank you. Hey, but you guys I hear me? Okay. Yeah, we got you, brother.
1: Um.
6: Hey, I'm uh, usually just lurking in these things, but I accidentally fat-fingered the uh, stage button, so I might as well say hey. (laughs) Um...
5: (laughs) What's up, Blake? Welcome, welcome. So good. Uh... On on a little Twitter space for wonky stuff.
4: Right? (laughs) Just a quick shout-out to uh,
6: Kaleo, you know, dropping the, the wonky mint it was my first NFT, and you know now i'm aping into pudgies so just want to say i appreciate you and appreciate listening to you guys and it's been fun
1: no way man that's awesome love to hear that Uh, yeah
0: love the spaces keep it up
6: where
1: where are you right now what 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 is the noise in the background that i'm hearing
6: uh they might be crickets because i just stepped out back and i'm in florida (laughs) So, there's bugs everywhere
1: that is exactly what it is. I was like, there's something like Cicadas. that. Cicadas.
0: Yeah. Cicadas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was inside.
1: I just, my roommate just got home, so I
6: ran out here for a second.
1: <laughs> I haven't been outside in so many years that I forgot what they sounded like.
3: <laughs> so no, nah, Insurf's been here with a community since day one, man. It's uh, it's awesome to have and you hear your voice, brother.
6: Hey, I, I appreciate it. I'll try to get up here more often. Like I said, you gotta just it, you lurk gotta in, but yeah i definitely
1: will man i'm enjoying it makes it more fun whenever you're up here
6: yeah the more the merrier
1: versus just listening in the crowd well (laughs) hey i'll mute myself for a second so you don't hear these bugs (laughs) (laughs) hey hey, i appreciate it man i mean we're, we're, we're just hanging out either way dude that's the best thing about these spaces again like with the whole Friday vibe, you know, doing these, it's by far the chillest time of the entire week, just hanging out, kind of, you know, just soaking in everything going on. And, you know, and, and like another good thing about this dude, it's like, you know, we had that wick down last night as far as the entire market was concerned. And, you know, I think not one of us have even mentioned the little mini crash that we had last night. <laughs> not even once in the past hour and a half. Has anybody even brought it up? I mean, that's kind of amazing.
4: Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm surprised we didn't get the typical request. So, Kaleo, what do you think about the market? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that usually happens at least at least once a space. Anton's a man, dude.
6: <laughs> dude, and just brought it up too. I was like wondering, like how like people's first like mint or project they get into in the space like affects their uh, overall opinion of the space moving on cuz i i i got into penguins like literally at the beginning so like i couldn't imagine like i probably be calling this a scam if i like minted some shitty project you know or like pro- like i feel like there's so many people that got like turned off because they got wrecked
4: yeah i mean the the first projects i bought into uh blockchain bikers um i don't know if you remember them from pretty much exactly a year ago Uh, um yeah honestly you know what i think they minted exactly a year ago today (laughs) to be honest um yeah they actually got rugged twice and personally it made me a little hungrier because i was like no way i fucked up this is hard because my whole thing was just like I was following NFTs for months and months. You know, I was watching the whole Ape thing, right? I was like, I'm doing my due diligence, um, making sure I'm trying to understand the market and, like, how things are moving. And then I was like, okay, I got all the pieces together after about, like, five months or four months. And uh, then I get rubbed twice in one project. And, yeah, I was pretty upset about that. Uh, but personally, it made me hungrier because no way I think that I messed up that bad. And then I bought Wonkies as my second project. Yeah, I've been to the Wonky for
3: my first, and been with this community ever since. Man, it's uh, opened up plenty of doors uh, in my life. It's been absolutely amazing. Um, this journey has just been very fulfilling in my life. Um, speaking on something that you know you guys said earlier about this space in particular, about just coming out here and hanging out. Like growing up, we always used to, you know, meet up on Fridays, me and the boys, and we'd hang out. I mean, you know, just shoot the shit at the end of the week. And throughout life, you grow up, you have kids, people move, people get married, do other things. But coming back in here into this, you know, space and doing these every Friday, it's like reminiscent of that old nostalgia of just feeling good and just hanging out with your people man so that's that's another reason why i love these friday spaces it's something beautiful about so, it right,
6: i got to bring up the market how is stargate up 140% what what the hell is anyone looking at that no what the heck uh, S- I S- saw S- S- some...
1: yeah i thought they were being listed on binance or something
6: oh it's a binance pump how much is it up Hundred forty percent, it's at eighty cents. Yeah, it's a Binance pump. Yeah. Short it.
8: Hi guys. My first time on spe- on stage. All right, let's go, Richard Hall. Yeah. Let's go, man. I love it. I'm in the monkey since last November and always followed the spaces and everything, but never really were up to to talking. But now I think I got one or two stories to share. Um, Actually, I started taking trading more seriously in October and at the beginning of October and it was a good time to make a little money without having a clue and then losing it all because being overconfident. So now I have to learn. <laughs> I'm like the other guy who said he wanted a penguin right now and I'm like, yeah, I want a lot of things too and don't have funds. But yeah, my first NFT was actually an artist who played around with NFTs and sold her tweet and that was like that was a fun way to get into get into that to give some money to to someone that you appreciate their work. <laughs> a month later, she said, "No, that's not for me. That's not my stuff." And when the whole PFP st- st- stuff started coming out, um, I always had a look around what I really liked and found this really small project. That was called um RGB punks. So it was like resembled punks but in bright colors and thought like, yeah, that that green and blue, I like that. But I think the guy who did it really didn't advertise with and nobody bought it and I'm like the 13th person who minted it <laughs> and, and now he shut it down <laughs> so in my wallet I only have this this little icon no image available it's, it's really strange to see it's still my PFP but um, it's time I should change my PFP to something new but it's hard to find the right thing so, if anyone has any suggestions, Wonkistan, I'm baby. up for it. Yeah, I'm totally up for wonkies, but I prefer to have them in the background or something. Yeah, you I need don't a know. Mashup. Yeah, probably, but the wash what? with some, some pudgy penguin like I have that a little pudgy or, or what I don't know. It's like, yeah,
3: a little pudgy on a, on a stonk would be
1: fire, bro. Yeah,
8: and maybe I have to really do well. the bro, same thing. I mean, thing. look at
1: my PFP right now.
8: Yeah, I should do that, like combine it all into one stonk. That That is like the, the right direction you took there, Leo. Our man Cuba, he does it. He charges one eth though, but he'll do it
3: for
5: you. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a cube reference. I'm on the driving range. What's up? <laughs> Are you golfing? I love it. I'm going to touch some grass today. Going to go lose some money. on Hell the yeah, page. man. Hit the links, baby we win enough money to buy some ETH and a stonk, so we'll see. I need to get to Wichita and golf with you, brother. You come on down. I got an open-door policy. Any of you wonky stonk fuckers? In Kaleo, yeah. Wonky stonk, Wichita. I love it.
4: Yeah, it's my Let's off go. day today. Uh, really considering going out, kind of hitting the poker tables, uh... Try some live games out here in Denver, maybe scoop up some chumps money. <laughs> but I'm not sure yet, because I just got over, uh, I think it was strep. It wasn't COVID. I was sick the past few days. Uh, first day was actually pretty brutal, but I've yet to get COVID. COVID has not caught the rooster yet. So resilient. Yes, sir. But yeah, that's what I think I'm planning on doing today. Uh, we need
3: to do a meet-up meet in Vegas, Rooster. Oh,
4: yes. You know, I have a property
3: <laughs> right there on the strip, man. We can uh, we can fit probably
4: about eight people in that uh, little condo, man. We can get it done. Oh, yeah. Uh, you speaking my language. Uh, talk about it, be about it, 80s.
3: <laughs> Let's go, man. Book your flight, baby. I'll meet you there. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: I got anything cool planned for the weekend?
3: Making babies.
4: Making babies. We'll, Start with one. Uh, man. All the power to you, man.
1: Now, as far as the weekend goes, I'm just sitting here on dog duty all weekend long, taking care of the girlfriend's dog and then also my brother's dogs. And yeah. Like it's just chill weekend with the dogs. Like, that's it. So sometimes those are nice though. Might take the boat out this weekend.
3: haven't uh, since I've been back from Peru. The weather's just been atrocious, but uh, hopefully it'll clear up, man. Maybe Sunday I can take it out. I'm gonna hit up a little preseason Jag Steelers tomorrow. Tomorrow evening. Let's go. I went to the Bucs preseason opener last week. Uh, we lost, but it was still a good game.
4: So, did you hear that rumor about Brady on the Mass Singer? That whole thing going on?
3: Why he's not around? Because <laughs> he's on the Mass Singer? Get the fuck out of here.
5: <laughs> yeah, there's some My, I don't know. I got tagged in something. Some TikToker was blowing up,
6: making the rumor that he's doing the Mass Singer, and that's why he's not in training camp.
4: Well, he is a goat.
1: So,
6: yeah, I just thought that was funny. <laughs>
4: it's
6: not like in yeah, practice.
1: I never saw it. I believe it though. Like, bro, that guy can just step into anything and be, you know, yeah. like. I'm sure he's got a beautiful voice.
0: Yeah, the <laughs> only
1: other person,
4: other than myself, I would like to be would be Tom Brady. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs>
3: Is it because of Giselle
4: or because he's the guy? Bro, it's because of everything, bro. Dude dude has a life, (laughs) okay? That is the epitome of the American dream right there. (laughs) Yeah, really doesn't get much better than Tom.
1: Uh, But gents, I uh, actually do have to get wrapping up here, but I've enjoyed – the uh the space as always always a pleasure having you guys fun fun hanging with the stomp community um you know we're going to continue 26 weeks straight we're we're going to continue on for another 26 after this
3: let's go and that's this it is...
1: after those next 26 it's done <laughs> oh this was our uh this was uh, six yeah man straight months.
4: six yeah, straight months of wonky weekly spaces six
1: straight months of wonky weekly
3: spaces Woo-hoo! Much love, everyone. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll catch you next week.
1: Cube, you still have to DM me, man. DM me the ETH address because I'm going to – you don't do it, oh. I'm going to forget.
5: Okay, I'll sign those DMs, but I did that before, asking what kind of mashup you wanted, and I got ghost. Well, <laughs> Calling them out.
1: Oh, yeah, shoot. I mean, I'm terrible at the DMs, but, like, I'll oh. check it. I'll check it Yeah, list. Cube,
4: you got to bug them for money. Uh... There's a bridge on the
5: golf course that's looking really tempting. I got a feeling this afternoon, so you know. Well, if you you want to give
1: me some of your positions? I'll shoot you. That's the, the blush. Appreciate you, man. All right, man. Appreciate you as well. Catch you guys later. Take it easy. Later. Right? Have a good
0: Godspeed. Time.